0: Life is crazy. The
1: world is chaotic. And when life gives you lemons, Pastor's Live helps you learn to juggle.
2: pray, go oh, I'm trying, yeah.
1: Dave. I'm Dave, trying. Uh, You're yeah, interrupting
2: yeah.
0: me, Lord, Dave. Or go before okay, us pray. in Christ's yeah. name they're good they're very funny they're hilarious they just
1: be whoever they want to be it's just really funny
0: you're listening to the top rated number one absolute best podcast well according to pastor dave and
1: the other three listeners this is pastors live with pastor ty pastor dave pastor shane and that other guy Meathead, 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 meathead,
0: meathead, (laughs) meathead 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 i meet dead from the neck up.
1: <laughs> Welcome to Pastors Live, and you know uh, we have a this is a unique ministry. We've kind of got the Fab Four back in the studio, plus Dean. Uh, but we've got. <laughs> well, remember right? there was somebody before Ringo. Oh, that's right. There was somebody yeah, for one Ringo their high school
2: buddies. What was his name? Do you remember Gary, the the original drummer before yeah, Ringo? Um, hey, wait. There's a good trivia question. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there, yeah.
1: Pastors live that's at a reb.fm. Who was the drummer before Ringo? There the you go. There, there you go. go. Hey, we've got Pastor Shane here. Oh. We've got Pastor Dave with the salted peanuts as wake always. Wake up, Shane. Wake up, Shane. Yeah, wait, Shane. wake, yeah, up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, wake <laughs> up, Shane. Uh, we've got Gary Austin, the voice of the Valley, the man Hello, under glass, pastors. and uh, we're so thankful for you. And Gary and I were talking before the mics went live. How wow. Uh, <laughs> When we started this thing, we didn't really think it was going to become like the ministry. We thought we were going to no. fool around for a while, <laughs> yeah. make people laugh, <laughs> yeah. and now it's become a thing. Uh, I'm Ty. I'm also glad to be with you. And then, of course, we have the other other guy in the other chair today. Uh, we got uh, Dino's here today <laughs> and uh, driving up for Pocatello. How are the yep. roads?
0: Actually, they weren't bad. They weren't bad.
1: You, then yeah, why were the... you late? Well, <laughs> <I was saying. laughs>
0: okay, all right. I'm totally throwing. My, my wife's in the car. Oh! She came up with me. Oh! She wanted to go Christmas oh, oh. shopping. Oh. Is that so
1: in here. Yeah, in the she's car? She, she, yeah, she's in the car. Yeah, oh, she's, she's
0: put an order in for us okay. for our store, and then she's going to go Christmas shopping. Oh, Christmas
1: okay. Shopping. I was like, what? Oh, okay. <laughs> wow, Katie, you just got thrown under the bus. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know. So yeah, that's that sound was a bus. That's what that was. <laughs> hey. <laughs> so I, I want to share with you guys. We've got it. It is a lot. There's a lot going on. We're in Revelation 20 today. and Revelation 20 is where Satan is bound for a thousand years. And if you hear us talk about stuff um, at the church, and we talk about our eschatology, you know, how we view end times, we always talk about where how we, we are pre-tribulational, premillennial. In um, our thinking here at Water Springs, and that's part of our, you know our Calvary Chapel heritage. It's also kind of how my teeth were cut uh, on understanding the Word of God. And so, if, if you want to disagree with that, it's pastors live at the rev.fm, and those will be fun conversations. But uh, the one of the things that we see in Revelation is that Satan is bound for a thousand years, and then we see a rule, the rule of Christ for a thousand years. Now, within these few verses here. Um, and, and I think, thinking it's just through seven, uh, you see a thousand years, one time, two times, um, let's see, three times, four times, five times. I think there's, this would be number six, uh, would be in verse seven. Um, and so people are like, oh, it's, it's only found, you know, you only find it one time in the Bible. Well, y- you do find this passage in revelation once. Where um, Satan is bound for a thousand years, and then there's the the godly rule of Christ on earth, and that's this is the passage that we find this in when you hear us talk about it. And so uh, I think one of the things to discuss is that I, we do believe we see this elsewhere in the Scripture, but I think that the, it's important that we understand this is where that comes from. When we talk about premillennial, and that's that thousand-year reign, and uh, that's when uh, Satan is bound up christ rules but then at the end of that which is the disappointing part right at the end of that satan is released again and then people follow satan again which just disappoints my heart every time i read it but guys we're going through revelation by the way if we're in revelation 20 uh we're we're almost to the end of the year (laughs) so because we're coming up on the end of it really fast so guys what are some things that you know kind of jump out to you guys when you guys look at uh, and we talk about eschatology and look at the millennial reign of christ
2: Well, go ahead, Shane. I love Jesus. You know what? I, okay. So Shane just got in from Mexico. He's yeah, still, he's just not. He's st- yeah, his eyes are barely open. That's why I hey, he threw I'm, him under the bus That I was they, the, I'm the I'm bus. am glad they, they to let the you out of jail, bro. Just as long as the bus Shane. is going to the neighborhood, let's just keep
0: rolling. Going, going diagonal to <laughs> Hey, I'm
2: glad, I'm glad
0: they let you out of jail. Yeah, yeah that's a long story, too, isn't it? No, you oh, know yeah, what, That's Ty, a conversation we
2: could have today. Yeah, that's right. Right, exactly. For, for me i mean you know i've got a couple of years on 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 ty and um we we've been around this for a while right i mean yeah I've been doing this for 36 years and um man 37 years 1985 holy mackerel been doing this for 37 years and you know when you read through the scriptures for me man it makes me it makes my heart skip a beat Every time I read through this section of the passage of, of, of the Bible, to be reminded, um, we are going to reign with Christ. It's just all there is to it. Um, Jesus said back in John fourteen, right, uh, which is right after John thirteen, which is <laughs> and right know, before right. fifteen. There right? yeah, you go. Know. Goes that way, right? So John. in John thirteen, he says to Peter, "Hey, you're going to deny me three times tonight before the the rooster crows." Very next thing out of his mouth is, let not your heart be troubled. Hmm. Isn't that a wild? When well, you we'll put th- that in a context like that, um, people say, well, the church needs to be punished. The church needs to be spanked. You guys that believe in a pre, you know, trib, pre-millennial rapture, you know, you, you're, you're missing the point that God has to punish the church because we've been so terrible. Hey, Pete, tonight you are going to deny me three times let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. I'm going to go and prepare one for you. If it weren't true, I would have told you. But if I go and prepare a place for you, I'm going to come again. Receive into myself that where I am, there you may be also. And when people want to talk about, well, but we have to experience God's wrath, I always like to just remind Ooh, people, hey, listen, so you might want to read the five nines. Read the five nines. Oh, what? The five nines? Yeah, the five nines. Romans 5, 9. 1 Thessalonians 5 9. Both of them say, We, the church, are not appointed to wrath. Why? Because our wrath has already been, the wrath of God has already been played out for us on his son. Mm-hmm. Isaiah 53. It pleased the Father to bruise him. All of our iniquity was laid on him. Ty, you yeah. went through this at Christmas time and of course, Advent. That and and uh, Dean, you did a uh, stellar job a couple of weeks ago down in Pocatello talking about the passage uh in Genesis 22 where the father laid the wood on the son, Abraham lays the wood on Isaac. Why for the offering, the cross, and the sin was laid on the son? I mean, that is stellar theology. And that this whole thing, Ty, what you're yeah. talking about, that we are not going to go through the wrath that perhaps we do deserve. But why? Because God has already poured out that wrath on his son, the Lord Jesus Christ. And doggone it. If you don't want to go through that, then receive Christ, become a Christian. Yeah, It's dumb not to be a Christian. Well, Colossians yeah. says we're
0: no longer in the domain of darkness, but yeah. tra- transferred. Yeah. Transferred, taken
2: out, yeah. and transferred into the kingdom of light as saints. Could you say that one more time? In
1: light. Transferred. I have no idea why he does it, but I, I not like know. I don't know why he does it either. I, I kind of like it, Shane. Please, <laughs> is, 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 is like man. Uh, is that like an ambulance word for you? I don't you? know. Is I don't Somebody the
2: call <laughs> the ambulance so you can be <laughs>
0: transferred. Transfer. Transferred, transferred. Transferred is one of the few good things in my life. A few good words. Yeah, a few good words. Gabriella
1: well, being the other, right? Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: there you go. So, say
1: that word, Gabrielle. Yeah, yeah, he's got to say he's got that down. So, you know, one of those things about about you know looking at all this is to realize, and I and I love what, um, doctor. Ed um, Heinsen says because and he makes it so clear and he's got a great book. Can we still believe the rapture? I I, I encourage all of you to read it if you haven't. Um, But the thing about it is, he says this is that God is not an abuser of His bride. And what's happening is is this idea that you must go through, like the church has to go through this beating, and we have to be abused. If you put that in the context of marriage which is the end of revelation the says picture, and the bride yeah. of Christ says what come right so so the bride of Christ it 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 breaks down everything that's ever been taught about marriage and God's love and his character to see him beating his wife if you his bride if you and I if any of us were out in public and we saw a man beating a woman what would we do?
2: Well, I'd be going to prison in about mm. ten minutes. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna work that dude over. And... Yeah, trust that's me. A, yeah, death it...
1: row, here I yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That that bus is coming for that guy, right? Well, yeah, so yeah. My CDL is getting taken uh, away. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Lose <laughs> my but, CDL. Yeah. Right. When people talk
2: like that, though, right? Here's the thing. Yeah. You're diminishing the power of the cross. Yeah. yeah so yeah, absolutely. Either, and God's either, love. Yes. Thank you, Ty, yeah. Yes, Because either. The, the work of Christ on Calvary's cross is sufficient, or it is not. Now, which is it, gang? If the work is sufficient, then yes, all of my sin, past, present, future, is paid for. It is te telestai. Now, yeah. if it's not, then there's all this other stuff and you get into all kind of aberrant theology. Now you have to do works. You gotta do a few laps around the beads. You gotta light some candles. You gotta put more money in the box. You gotta read your Bible every day. You gotta go door to door. All of a sudden you get all these works to do what? To make up for Christ's insufficiency on Calvary. Yeah. That's all of those works. No, you pick one. Right. Works to to ensure your salvation. The whole the whole thinking behind it is his work on Calvary is insufficient. Therefore, I must do my part because poor Christ, he didn't quite get it done. Oh, that's damnable heresy. Yeah.
1: Well, and and that's where you have to realize too that you know when we talk about this idea of like because David, the list you're giving are all disciplines or fundamentals of what how we behave as Christians. But when we're yeah exactly do them, but when you set them up as a work in order to receive instead of I have received, therefore I respond. Yes, thank and, you. And that's that. Uh, and that's super real, confusing for people right. because, uh, you know, because you and I have been talking about this now for a couple of years, uh, especially when I a entered school. Yeah, it. well, yeah. But we started talking <laughs> about how the tr- we don't use the term spir- uh, spiritual formation, spiritual right. disciplines. We don't use that yeah. terminology anymore. It's gotten lost somewhere, and it probably got lost because it's a recoil against, we don't want to be about works and, and works and liturgy and works. Yeah. Well, You're no, right. but right. yeah, but I we I think we resp- we pull away when we may, when we go. Oh, hold on a second, I want to be in relationship with God. Therefore, those are the things I do in relationship. In other words, yep. I'm going to do the dishes at home.
2: There you go, <laughs> right? Perfect. I'm going to I'm going
1: to vacuum the floor um, because I, not I, I, to get Lori's attention. No, right. but I'm going to be honest with you. I do believe there's nothing sexier <laughs> than a man with a vacuum. But that's you know that's just you know okay. That's the kids out of the room. So take the kids out, Paul. But yeah, oh. but hey, that's a Gordon thing. So I'm throwing Gordon under the bus. Oh, so this bus is coming. Oh, this man. bus this is, is the busy today. Bus. Hey, so it's busy. Love you, Gordon. So let me throw this out there because
0: yeah. this this all poses a question that our view or our viewers our listeners <laughs> yeah, maybe this is radio, bro.
1: We, <laughs> we have faces for radio. That's just, I'm just they, viewing hamburger with all this bus hamburger. Meat. <laughs> <laughs> it, it,
0: go, 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 go. it poses a question for you know for the for the listener. Where then does Romans eight fifteen fall in? Thank you. If Thank we, you. Or we are heirs of Christ, if indeed we suffer with him. And I want to circle back around to where Dave started, the thousand year tribulation, we're going to rule and reign with Christ. And I believe wholeheartedly <laughs> everything we go through, everything we do. We don't have time for this program. And, for I got the answer. And, and everything we go through in life is to prepare us for that day when we're really in reigning with Christ. Right, so right. real
2: quick, I know you're chomping at the bit, Shane. Mm-hmm. I have to share this, though. The, the misunderstanding of suffering with Christ. Oh, yes. Galatians 2, 20. I am crucified with Christ. Yep. Therefore,
0: I no I, longer live.
2: Right? But Christ liveth in me. And the life that I now live, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me yep. and gave Himself for me. So here's the thing. <clears throat> this doctrine of... I must therefore now suffer and suffer and suffer and suffer, and if I'm not suffering every day, if I am not just as miserable as I can possibly be, I'm probably not a Christian because Romans eight fifteen, I must be suffering with Christ. Oh, yeah. No, time out, stop. <laughs> Christ suffered on the cross, past tense. He despised the shame, past tense. But he did it for the joy, J O I, that was set before him, right. which is who, us. Yeah. I mean, doggone it! If if you give, you know, if you give one of your children this this Christmas, Dean, you give one of your three amazing kids uh, a Christmas gift. You know, you give you give Tyler uh, a really a nice gift from Cabela's or Sportsman's Warehouse, whatever it is, because I know he's an athletic guy. And he gets a really nice gift. And he goes, hot dang, Mom and Dad, that is, thank you, that is a really nice gift. And then every morning you go out to the breakfast table and there's a dollar on the kitchen table every day for about a week. And you find, hey, where's where are these dollar bills coming from? And he goes, oh, that's for me, Mom and Dad. What is this? Well, I figure in about two years, if I put one of these down every day, I will have paid for that gift that you gave me. And you're like, why are you doing that? And all of a sudden, he's like, because I have to earn it. I have to show you that I was worthy of it, blah, blah, whatever. Pick, you know, whatever. You know what I'm saying? And it's a slap in the face. If Ty says to, to Shane this year, Shane, you have been such an amazing, you know, one of our pastors, and your missions work has been stellar. He just has to be awake to hear it. And so, yeah, Shane. <laughs> um, and so Ty says, Shane, here is that brand-new Maserati. Whoa. It's from Lori and I to you and Gabby. We really appreciate you. Here's the pink slip. Here's the insurance. It's got a full tank of gas. And, Shane, um, Lori and I are covering the gas for a year. Whoa! And you're like, whoa! Thanks, Ty, and and he like, hey, no problem. And no, then you pull not. out your wallet, <laughs> and you say, here, and you hand him a twenty dollar bill, and he, and he says, what's this? And you say, well, that's a nice Maserati. I I, I can't let you give it here. I want to pay for
1: it. i give and you my salary. Says,
2: do you, do you have any <laughs> understanding at all of how much that car is worth? Yeah. And you want to give me a twenty dollar bill? Yeah. It's like a slap in his face. He'd rather you just say. Thank you, I'm humbled. What an yeah. amazing gift! Even if it was a ten-speed, <laughs> <Which, laughs> right. more into our realm, right? Than, yeah, but right. Just, we could actually I use afford. the Maserati because it's so amazing, right? Christ has given us more than the Maserati of salvation, and for me to say, therefore, I'm going to go door to door, or I'm going to put ten bucks in the offering basket more than above my tithe, or I'm going to be or, the goodest boy. Ever. I'm going to. I'm not going to cuss today. Yeah, right. I'm going to do these things to show you you know to to earn what you've already given me it's a slap in his face he'd rather you just say thank you receive it and allow him to fill you he'll work all that other stuff well, out yeah, yeah. those but, disciplines will come well, you will yeah. pray you will fast you'll do those but things. one of the
1: one of the problems that i i see though is this idea when i think oh, i have to suffer all the time then we get people that are kind of into self-flagellation i mean they're yes. like they're making themselves suffer because where your brain goes your actions will follow right mm-hmm. and so here's the thing and and this is kind of important i think in the context of what, you, what you're sharing dean especially mm-hmm. verse wise mm-hmm. because the key to bible says study is what? Context, context, context. Yep. And we miss sometimes the bigger context. Listen to this, Romans 5, starting in verse 1. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom, again, Jesus, we we have access by faith unto the grace in which we stand and rejoice in hope for the glory of God. And not only that, But we also glory in tribulation, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance and perseverance, character and character. What? Hope. Hope. (laughs) Any any difficult thing that we are going through, any hardship that we go through is moving us. And that's what we what, what happens when we don't move. Through difficulty in Christ, we don't move towards the resolution of hope. It all moves towards hope. If we're not moving towards hope and hope is not the conversation. And for me, that's kind of right after that idea. Then we talk a lot about love, right? Mm -hmm. Above the line, love over fear. Well, here's the issue. When you are in fear, you are hopeless. And I think one of the things that we have to remember is that it is important for us to say, everything was moving towards hope. Mm -hmm. And that's the resolution of our Mm -hmm. suffering, it's hope. Mm -hmm. And that's the whole point that he's making in Romans. He says, look, the suffering of this present world is not worthy to be compared to the glory that shall be revealed in us. And even creation itself wants to see that glory revealed. And so it's moving towards hope. So no matter what you're going through today, it's moving towards hope, and so don't feel like, man, I got to beat myself up, and because I, there are too many Christians that are doing that, and because yeah. they're beating themselves up, they're not part of community. They isolate themselves from community. They think isolation from joyful community or laughing or all those other things is broken, and you just can't you can't function that way as a Christian. Right. And, and can right. I just say that yeah, is that, that
0: pastor just one way. of my favorite. What was that? That was my answer, by the way. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that, 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 uh, <laughs> That's what you call that telepathy. I think. That's right. <laughs> that passage in, in Romans Good 8 man. is one of my favorites because mm-hmm. it's so humbling when you go, man, we are adopted sons and daughters yes. of Christ yes, yes. and we're yes. heirs, co-heirs with Christ. And if that doesn't bring you to your knees and go, right. oh my gosh, Lord, you're calling me a, a co-heir with Christ? Yeah, that's.
1: Yeah. I mean, that you, is. And if you tie unreal. that to a mago day, and you tie that oh. to the original design and what the what the finished design is, yeah. your brain it starts to melt. It does. Yeah, it, and it brings
0: tears to your eyes, and it just you know yeah. it's it's instant. The very and beginning the goodness of, of God, man. Right. The very beginning of Romans sets the stage too. Paul tells everybody in Romans one eighteen, for the wrath of God is revealed from
2: heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of people who suppress the
1: truth in unrighteousness not for his church no the nice. wrath of God ain't yeah, for his church not at all hey listen guys we're out of time what uh I know it went really fast yeah. Uh, and so, listen, your love and your family. There's melting all over the house. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> that was a, i know. Well, you remember, uh, there's that great movie. Do you remember the Alien movie? What movie was that where the aliens came <laughs> down and they played the old country music? And they. What was. Do you guys remember that movie? Martin Attacks. Yes! Mars yes, Attacks. there we go. that's am that's ashamed that I know that one. I was I, thinking of Men in Black
0: when uh, he's in the house uh, going, Hey, Edgar, listen. Give me some sugar.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, everybody. By the way, quick shout out to Yo Yo Ma. Today is National Cello Day. God bless you. Your love, your family. We're out. Go to Greenhouse. Yep.
0: Hey, did you know there's another way to enjoy East Idaho Coffee's hotspot? Their drive-thru is ingenious. Seriously, you get in and get out super fast. And here's another brilliant idea. Since you're listening, order ahead at 208-538-0213. You don't even have to get out of your vehicle when you pick up your perfectly whipped brew. So brilliant. We're open until 3 this afternoon and located in Centennial Square at 2299 East Seventeenth Street, Idaho Falls. We're honored to be a business integrity partner of the Rev. Show love, share coffee at Greenhouse Coffee in Idaho Falls. It's the one and only Pastors Live with Pastor Ty, Pastor Dave, Pastor Shane, and that other guy. His music, his word, the Rev.